what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Fellow Show. My name is Kyle. Uh, it's Saturday afternoon. It's almost noon here uh, in Central Time, and we're going to be going over the Week 13 player props. Uh, we're going to be kind of just opening up each game. It's going to be a quicker video. I'm just going to shout out some of the touchdown bets. Those are my favorite bets to do, uh, and those are just your anytime touchdown scores. So we use DraftKings Sportsbook here. I'm going to hop into a screen share. We'll just kind of highlight it, and I'll just fill out some uh, some bets along the way here. So the first game on the slate is Tampa Bay, Atlanta. There should be a, a few guys here that really stick out as far as just touchdown scores right away. I mean, Leonard Fournette, minus 165. I think if you want the free money, uh, that one does feel pretty good. If you put a 20-piece on that, uh, you're going to win at least uh, looks like 60% of your money comes back for you. So Leonard Fournette, it's low-hanging fruit. I do like Cordero Patterson. The last time these two teams played, uh, we saw Cordero Patterson get two touchdowns. So at minus 115, this offense runs through Cordero Patterson. I think that could be a pretty nice add there. Uh, and then what do we do with the Tampa Bay receivers and tight end? I think Rob Gronkowski, was, he was fantastic last week. He didn't score a touchdown, but I think if I'm going to bet on anyone to catch a touchdown, it's probably Rob G., uh, and then Evans Godwin, these guys are both kind of the same. They actually have uh, a better chance for Evans to score at minus 105, Godwin at plus 105. I think all three of these guys are probably where I'm going to go. If there's going to be any touchdowns in this game, it's these top five scores here. So Evans Godwin, if you're feeling it, I, I think that's a good bet. Uh, but I do like Rob Gronkowski kind of a lot here. And actually, let me just type in Atlanta, uh, Tampa Bay here from September 19th, we already saw these two teams meet. Tampa Bay hung up 48 on them. Atlanta scores 25. And you see Rob Gronkowski, a 20-yard touchdown, a one-yard touchdown. Mike Evans gets a three-yard touchdown. Uh, Mike Evans gets another touchdown. And even Cordero or Chris Godwin gets a touchdown. So uh, we see two for Evans, two for Gronk, one for Godwin, <clears throat> and two for Cordero Patterson. So I think if you stick within that, uh, those names, you're going to have a good time. Um, I don't really want to look too much in the yards. I think we're just going to kind of quick and just look at the touchdown bets for today. So we'll move on to the New York Giants and the Miami Dolphins. Uh, for touchdown scores, I really don't know how many TDs there's going to be in this game. As far as the over-under, this is probably the one of the lower under, uh, implied totals that I've seen. It's only 39.5. So there's a legit chance that maybe only two touchdowns are scored in this one, maybe even three. And as you see here, nobody is minus uh, for odds here. So Gaskin, Waddle, like all these bets feel kind of risky here. So I don't know if I can really recommend any touchdowns here. I guess if you're feeling it, Miles Gaskin has been, uh, you know, sneaking in the goal line touchdown. So I think plus 125 for Gaskin feels nice. Jalen Waddle has just been fantastic. But uh, when they get close to the red zone, again, they like to run the ball. Maybe it's a Jasicki week as far as, uh, points allowed by the Giants defense here. They are generous to running backs. You see the green here. Uh, they do allow wide receivers as well here. So Gaskin, Waddle, those are probably my two favorite bets. If you're betting on the Giants to score, I really don't even really want to try to do that. So uh, we'll, we'll be quick with the Giants and the Dolphins. Um, I, I prefer sticking into some of these higher scoring games. So Colts and Texans are the next one. This is only a 44 and a half total. Uh, so I'm not too excited about some of the touchdowns, but Jonathan Taylor guys minus 250 to score. Uh, this is probably the most sure thing that's going to happen this weekend. So just out of curiosity uh, at a minus 250 to put $20 on a JT touchdown, you're only going to win eight bucks. But uh, I guess if you want to take it, it's a free eight bucks. But uh, one thing that I've been noticing is it, say you take the Jonathan Taylor touchdown and you parlay that, say with the Rob Gronkowski touchdown, um, say we put, you know, 20 on both of those guys there to parlay. And uh, all of a sudden you're looking at a, a little bit, you know, more fun of a bet. 
Uh, if you take both of those guys to score, that becomes 215. So if you want to get Jonathan Taylor and then pair him with another guy, I think that's a really good move uh, this week. Uh, Michael Pittman Jr. plus 115. Uh, David Johnson, I'm not sure if he's going to even play. He's been out with an illness. So Rex Burkhead uh, is interesting at plus 290. And then you have Brandon Cooks plus 210. Uh, I do want to just pull up Colts, Texans, because uh, these two teams have already played uh, this year already as well. And I believe that was a huge, a huge game for Jonathan Taylor. Um, so 31 to three, the Colts just dominated this one. This is a Davis Mills game. Carson Wentz gets two touchdown passes. Jonathan Taylor gets two rushing touchdowns. And then Paris Campbell and Moe Cox each get one here. T.Y. Hilton might be kind of fun, four for 80. So maybe it's a T.Y. Hilton game. Brandon Cooks did light it up, nine for 89. So uh, if you're betting a Texan to score, I don't know why you would, but Brandon Cooks plus 210. Uh, and then maybe T.Y. Hilton plus 190. I'm kind of intrigued. Here. That'd be kind of fun. He has been looking good the last few weeks. Uh, and then I think I'm just going to move on to uh, the Vikings and the Lions. And I think as far as the Vikings, like you got a, a really good chance at any of these top three guys scoring Madison, Thielen, or Jefferson. I think I kind of like the Jefferson at plus 110. You're, you're giving me Thielen with plus 105. Uh, Jefferson, I don't know if he, I think he's been out of the touchdown since the Packer game. Um, he hasn't had a touchdown since the Green Bay game. So I like Justin Jefferson here at plus 110. Alexander Madison's kind of free money um, <clears throat> for a touchdown. I think, again, these, these really simple parlays, you take a Jonathan Taylor and you pair it with an Alexander Madison touchdown, that's going to be a little bit better bang for your buck. So uh, Thielen, you really can't go wrong either. I think all three uh, options for the Vikings are probably the best way to go. And then if there's going to be a Lions touchdown, there's three names that come to mind. Jamal Williams starting in place of DeAndre Swift, TJ Hawkinson. Uh, but I do think as far as the Vikings defense goes, they are pretty sturdy. Uh, let's see. They, they rank 11th in total fantasy points allowed, but uh, the tight end is red. So I, I don't feel great about Hawkinson. I see this bright green space here for the wide receivers against the Vikings. And I just have a feeling Josh Reynolds scored a touchdown last week. He's plus 380 here. If you want to do something kind of crazy, uh, maybe it's Josh Reynolds, but I'm not really advising Lions touchdown bets. Again, it's probably Jamal Williams, Josh Reynolds, or TJ Hawkinson. Stick with these top three guys here. And I really like the idea of parlaying a Madison touchdown with a Jonathan Taylor touchdown to just kind of boost those odds. So that could be uh, something to look into there. Let's move on to the Eagles and the New York Jets. Um, uh, let me see the total score projected in this one. So this one's 44 and a half, kind of the same as the Colts and the Texans game. Not super excited about this game, but Miles Sanders, he has not scored a touchdown all season long. Uh, and it looks like Jordan Howard and Boston Scott are both not playing. I think before we see Boston Scott ruled out, I think they've already ruled Howard out, but before they rule Boston Scott out, you're going to want to try and get a Miles Sanders touchdown logged in there. Plus 105. Again, the Jets. Um, first of all, they're giving up the most fantasy points just in general, but they're the worst team against the running back. They've allowed 21 touchdowns to running back. So I think even Sanders and maybe even a Kenny G, Kenneth Gainwell down here at plus 260, those would probably be my two favorite Eagle bets first touchdowns, uh, Sanders and Kenneth Gainwell. Uh, as far as the Jets go, they also allow... They allow the running back points the most. They're stingier against wide receivers, uh, but the tight ends and the QB points are pretty generous as well. So if you need a Jalen Hurts, I think that's fine. Uh, but I think so far the Gainwell, the Sanders, those are my two favorite Eagles to score for tomorrow. And then looking at the Jets <clears throat> real quick, um, where is Philadelphia? So the Eagles here, they are pretty stingy against opposing wide receivers. They do allow tight ends to score though. Uh, there's, they're, 
pretty green against running backs as well. So this Jets offense, if we think someone's going to score here, it might be uh, the running back Tevin Coleman. I don't know. Uh, perhaps it is the tight end, Ryan Griffin, who's all the way down here. Again, the Eagles have allowed the most tight end points so far through uh, the season. They've allowed 10 tight end touchdowns. They've allowed the most yards. They've allowed the most receptions. So maybe it's a it's a Ryan Griffin game, but I think for the most part, stick with the Eagles side, go with Sanders, Gainwell, uh, think about the Hurts touchdown, and uh, we'll go from there. Let's bounce over to the Cardinals and the Chicago Bears. This one's got a 42 and a half. I'm seeing that there's some weather in the, the, the forecast here, Chicago weather. Let me just look this up real quick. So tomorrow, it's saying we're going to have a chance of rain, a uh, pretty good chance here. Let me actually move this here. So Sunday... Um, rain showers in the morning becoming a steady light rain in the afternoon. And this is a noon game. So it might be uh, a pretty rainy game all day. High of 46 winds 15 to 25 miles per hour, chance of rain, 70% higher wind gusts possible. So it's going to be kind of be, it's going to be a rainy, windy fiesta here. So I kind of like the running backs in this game, not so much the passers. I think James Connor, of course, the touchdown machine minus 150. I'd throw something at him. I do like David Montgomery as well, plus 130. Uh, and then perhaps it's a Kyler Murray rushing touchdown. It's his first game back. I, I'm assuming he's going to play. So I think if I'm going to bet on anyone to score in these games, it's probably the running backs and Kyler Murray. I don't really know if I want to get cute and try any of these other guys here. So I'll just kind of stick with that. Uh, if you had to look at the running receiving props, uh, they don't have anything in for Connor or Murray yet. But David Montgomery, 61 and a half. I think that could be kind of generous. Uh, but we'll move it on here. I'm, I'm not expecting this to be a high-scoring game. I think Murray uh, just kind of gets acclimated back into the offense and tries to figure out a way to uh, to just move the ball against the Bears through the run. Chargers and Bengals. This is probably my favorite noon game of the day here. You have the Chargers, uh, or the Bengals favored to win by three and 50 total implied here. So this is going to be a game where you want touchdown scorers. I think free money bets. Joe Mixon. So if you, you take a Joe Mixon touchdown, you pair that with that Jonathan Taylor, you parlay that, that's going to uh, be an easy win for you. Uh, the running back points here, the Chargers, allowing the most rushing yards to running backs in the league. They've allowed 14 rushing touchdowns in just 11 games, and they've also allowed one receiving touchdown. So 15 running back touchdowns in just 11 weeks. Uh, so the Chargers, really easy, I can see. Joe Mixon racking up one or maybe even two touchdowns in this one. If we just look at the whole scope of the work here, the Bengals, um, the Bengals do allow running back points the most. They're pretty stingy against everything else. So it's an Eckler game. It's a Mixon game. Uh, and then if we look real quick, where are the Chargers? Uh, char oh, they're right next to each other. So uh, you're seeing the Chargers. They allow running back points and they allow tight end points. So I think that's kind of where you want to, to hone in here. So I'm going to take both running backs to score. The receivers are a little bit more difficult. We see that they're 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 both stingy against each other. So I think Chase, Higgins, these guys are kind of 50-50 bets. Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. I think if I had to pick any of them to score, like Higgins looked great last week. So maybe Higgins keeps it rolling. He's plus 150. And then if someone's going to score a touchdown for the Chargers, it's probably Mike Williams. So I think Higgins, Mike Williams, literally any of these guys could score, but those are just my favorites. And then because we did note that the Chargers are generous against the tight end, CJ Uzama, interesting guy here. I just want to check out his props real quick. For receiving yards, 21 and a half. I'll probably take the over on that. And as far as receptions, he needs only three catches. I think I'll probably take the over on that too. So I like the running backs. I like Uzama in this one. And uh, we'll see. I think that the, the receiver numbers, it, it's really not that fruitful here. If you look at this, 
The Chargers are the second best team against the opponent's wide receiver here. They've only allowed five receiver touchdowns all season. And then if you look at the Bengals, they've only allowed seven receiving touchdowns. So this, I mean, for Chase, for Higgins, for Boyd to score, they, I mean, it's under 50% chance for them to score. And then if you look at the Bengals here, seven out of 11 games that they've allowed touchdowns. So I don't know. I, don't, I really don't feel great. I think I'm going to trust the running backs the most. Uh, but let's keep it moving here. Um, I think we just covered all of the noon games. So we're going to go to Washington and the Raiders. This one's got a 48 and a half point total. Uh, Antonio Gibson scoring tomorrow. That's my prop lock of the week. Uh, no JD McKissick. They're going to use him as much as they can. I don't really like the Josh Jacobs call, uh, especially just because the football team, they, they've been pretty stingy against running backs. They have allowed eight receiving touchdowns, which is bizarre, but only five rushing. Uh, so Jacobs is probably going to fall into that rushing category. And uh, again, five touchdowns in 11 games, that's under 50% chance of scoring a rushing touchdown. Whereas the Raiders uh, rank up here, they are the sixth worst against the running back. They've allowed nine rushing and four receiving touchdowns. So uh, I'm feeling pretty good about Gibson getting the volume, having just a big day here. Hunter Renfro uh, has a decent chance, uh, but I think the guy I like is Foster Moreau. If there's going to be a Raider to catch a touchdown, it's Moreau. Otherwise, it's Renfro. Uh, and then for receiving touchdowns on the the Washington football team side, I think it's Logan Thomas. Uh, and strictly because the Raiders defense gives up the second most tight end points here. They've allowed eight tight end touchdowns in 11 games. Um, and then if we just look at the receiving numbers real quick, the Raiders pretty stingy against opponents wide receivers here. They rank 28th in PPR points allowed. They've allowed only eight touchdowns. So it's, it's a small odd here that Terry McLaurin can score a touchdown. I think I'd rather roll with the chance of a touchdown towards Logan Thomas, but I suppose Terry McLaurin could have himself a game. We'll put him on the list. Uh, and then outside of that, I kind of just want to stay away uh, from everything else that I'm looking at here. Uh, we'll keep it moving, though. Let's go to what's the other fun game in the afternoon. I don't know how fun it is, but the Jags and the Rams. Let's just do our due diligence here. I we're expecting the Rams to have themselves a day. Uh, interesting. They have Daryl Henderson and Sony Michelle and Cooper Cup as the top three players to score. Of course, they're hedging the bet that Daryl Henderson, uh, if he plays, he's got a minus 165. If he doesn't play, they have Sony Michelle here at minus 150. So uh, I think... There's a good chance that both of these guys do score touchdowns, um, and it's just interesting. I, we need to, we need more information. I think once I know that if Henderson's in, they're probably going to lower Sony Michelle's number, and if Henderson's out, they're going to just put Hen uh, Michelle up at minus 165. So uh, I do like them maybe both to score if they do play, but again, I don't really feel great about it. I do like Cooper Cup to score. Uh, he was held out of the, the end zone last week. Van Jefferson's probably a good bet to score. Um, probably not loving the Odell Beckham, Tyler Higby. And as far as the Jaguars, I kind of just want to stay away. I don't know. I don't really feel great about this game. I do like Cooper Cup. I'll probably just stick with Cooper Cup or Van Jefferson. Uh, and then we need more information on that running back uh, for the Rams. But let's move over to the Ram or the Ravens and the Steelers. This one's got a 44 implied point total here. As far as touchdowns on this side, only Najee Harris is minus 110. Everybody else has plus odds here. I do like the Marquise Brown uh, touchdown bet here for, for plus 150 uh and just let me look real quick so the Steelers defense is just really not that great uh as as we think it is uh they are stingy against tight ends so that makes me hesitant on Mark Andrews he did score a touchdown last week as well uh but they 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 allow wide receiver points so this is where I'm falling with with Marquise Brown 
Uh, I suppose Devonta Freeman could score, but I don't really want to put a money bet on Freeman. So I think from the Ravens perspective, I like Marquise Brown. Maybe it's a Lamar Jackson rushing touchdowns. Those would be my two favorites. And then with the Ravens defense, they are right here. Uh, they allow quarterback points and they allow tight end points. So I think if you're betting on anything, it's Pat, uh, the rookie Pat Frymuth here, plus 210 to score. I kind of like Deontay Johnson too. It really depends on who they put um, Marlon Humphrey on. I don't know if he splits time between Claypool and Deontay, uh, but I like Deontay. I like Claypool. I like Pat Frymuth probably the best. So I know that probably doesn't help much, but I, if there's going to be any touchdowns, I like Marquise, maybe a Lamar rushing, maybe a Devonta Freeman rushing. And then on the Steelers side, like we know it's Harris, it's Deontay, it's Claypool or Pat. And I think at the moment right now, Pat's probably the guy at plus 210 uh, that you want to go with here. Maybe the Ravens defense gets a touchdown. Ben Roethlisberger has been known to get picks plus 450 if you want something spicy there. Uh, but let's keep it moving. Um, 49ers and the Seahawks. I think the only bet that I want to lock in this one is Elijah Mitchell at minus 125. That one feels pretty good. I suppose Ayuk and Kittle both have good odds to score in this one. Uh, Seattle does allow running back points pretty significantly, though. So that's why I lean Elijah Mitchell at minus 125. And then they do allow tight end points. Let me just look and see how many tight end touchdowns they've allowed. Um, only five on the year. I don't feel great about Kittle getting that. And as far as a passing defense, they've allowed only seven receiving touchdowns. So I think I'm just going to stick with Elijah Mitchell. The other guys kind of feel like guesswork. But Lockett, Metcalf, like, I really don't know if I want to put any touchdown bets on the Seahawks. So Mitchell is the guy in the 49ers game. Uh, we'll move on to uh, the nightcap Sunday Night Football. Broncos, Chiefs, do they have all these numbers in here? Are we going to get the rookie running back, Javante Williams? Good numbers here. He's minus 125 to score. Tyreek Hill, minus 125. Uh, I'm not really a huge fan of Clyde Edwards, but Travis Kelsey, plus 100. Let me just look real quick. The Denver Broncos. Uh, one of the best teams against the tight end here, but they haven't played Kelsey yet. Uh, they've only allowed one tight end touchdown all season, whereas their passing defense has allowed 11 touchdowns. So I think, yeah, they're probably right. The odds for Tyreek to score are probably greater than Kelsey. So I'll say Hill is worth a bet. Javante is worth a bet. I suppose Kelsey could always do it. Uh, and then everything else after that, I kind of just want to stay away from. Um, and then let's move on to our Monday night football game. The Bills hosting the Patriots. Now, both teams uh, are playing good football right now. Nobody in this game has minus odds to score, so that makes me a little bit nervous. I think I have to be pretty chalky here. Uh, I suppose if there's any Patriot to score, it's going to be Damian Harris at plus 150. Our guy Kendrick Bourne, though, has been a beast, and I think Stephon Gilmore is out for a little bit, so he's kind of interesting me as far as the receivers for the Patriots. Um Maybe it's a Hunter Henry game. It's as far as fantasy points allowed here, though, you're talking about the Bills uh, being the best team. They're just solid red against everything. The Patriots are the second best team. Uh, they are green against running back. So uh, it's just, I don't know. I don't really know if I feel great about anything in this one. If I had to bet on something, Harris probably to score a touchdown. I, I still always like Stephon Diggs to do some good things. Maybe it's a Josh Allen rushing touchdown game, though. I feel good about if I'm going to bet on something, I'll probably bet on the Josh Allen touchdown run. Uh, and then the Buffalo Bills running backs are just so frustrating. Matt Breida has the best chances to score. I think Devin Singletary ranks a little higher. But uh, if someone's going to score, I probably like Breida. I don't think Zach Moss is playing in this one, so I think that makes it easier to, to put a money bet on Breida. Uh, but I do like Josh Allen. If they get close, no Zach Moss in this one, go with Josh Allen. And then if someone's going to catch a touchdown, it's probably Diggs or Dawson Knox. 
but overall, uh, I don't feel great about anything in that game. But from now, uh, we just went through the entire list of games uh, at this point. Now I'm going to <clears throat> I'm going to make my list on the fantasyfellowship.com. We'll make a list of our favorite five bets, and then I'll make a list of bets to consider. Uh, I'll probably put the link in the description below too. Uh, but just go to the fantasyfellowship.com, click on player prop bets, and then from there you'll see uh, all the bets that I have labeled up there. So. Check that out. Thank you guys so much for your time. Thank you for watching and uh, enjoy the betting. Have a good Sunday. Have a good rest of your Saturday first and uh, good luck. We'll see you guys later. Peace.